Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Ben. How, how much have you drunk? Uh, not that much. Um, that much of vodka was in it, I, I suppose. Uh, t- t- tell us how much that is for the MP3. Oh, right, yes, hello, um, to cut these things. Um, I got out the vodka for Christmas because it's merriment. That's 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 literally what the term means. Um, I feel like I'm the queen. Uh, and we, we would like to say at this point uh, that Ben doesn't drink. No, only only on special occasions, which could be every other fucking week. I'm allowed to swear in this, right? Um, oh, especially when Doctor Who's on, um, because yeah, it's Christmas. Um, Doctor Who was on, and because it's Christmas, Christmas Doctor Who, um, you have to expect the worst. And so I decided to uh, bolster myself up with uh, vodka because, uh, long story short, um, my dining room was refurbished over November. And so obviously that's where all the drinks live. And so we had to move everything out. And I kid you not, it took half the space in the living room. And in there I saw some vodka and I thought, oh, that's nice. I'm having that. My parents didn't object. So I had a bit of it today watching Doctor Who. Let's just say I ran out of vodka about halfway through and I was gagging for more, but I had to continue and watch. Right. Yeah. Well, I've been drinking steadily throughout the day, so I I, uh, I, I thought I'd hit the, a right, a good amount when I started watching The Return of Doctor Mysterio. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, can I just cut cut a point here because um, I'm literally discussing this exact point because it's literally been 15 minutes since the show finished. Um, I, I've ranted on Facebook, you might have noticed. Oh, and No, I haven't. Um, I literally posted the same um, instant reaction that I did in, in the private chat. Oh, okay. Uh, that one. And I'm about to sum it up for your viewers at home. The quality's dropped somewhat! Um... <laughs> Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, I'm still talking to it. I'm basically talking to a random friend of mine, a member of the public, if you will, because let's face it, that's who Doctor Who is meant to be for nowadays. And uh, she didn't like it either. Uh, I'm going to uh, say at this point is that I didn't like it. Oh my God. <laughs> but okay. I think it's OK. I, I, I think this is wrong for Doctor Who. But it's not necessarily yeah. bad. It's not god awful. It's not hell bent. It, it it's not the shitty Narnia Christmas special. That too. It, but it's, it's doing think... something. I just don't like what it's doing. Unfortunately, the shitty Narnia Christmas special was literally their tries and attempts to get it to where it is today. Because they've been they've been trying to do it ever since with Matt Smith's first one. Every single Muffat Christmas special, you can see him trying to take it in the direction he has now took it with the return of Doctor Mysterio. And what is that direction? Romping. It's it's a it's a Christmassy romp that apparently everyone can get involved in. Um, the thing is, is that with the it's, husbands it's... of River Song, at least it was wacky enough to be interesting. With this. It's run-of-the-mill. It is very run-of-the-mill. It is a run-of-the-mill romance story with a superhero veneer that is generally 
at this point is useless. In our university degrees, the only way you can get a first-class mark is by getting the O word, originality. It's not orgasm. No. No, you, you don't uh, fuck your oh, tutors Jesus for good Christ. marks. Right, let, let, me, let me go. Seriously. Right. About minute ten, you get your first sex joke of the programme. And 20 minutes in, I realised, oh, the count's up to five. I think I might have to continue counting how many fucking sex jokes are involved, or at least inappropriate jokes. I got to about 15. Is this including wee and poo jokes? Because I noted two of them. Wee, poo, erection, puberty, sex, yes. And 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 the problem is, it's in canon. Because we have to assume the Dr. Bolt River song for 24 years. Now, that truly That's is fine. Time Lord Sex. That's fine. I've got no problem with him bonking River Song. I know, but it's it's now absolutely ruined the character's brain to the point where it just rubs off on every other character, it seems. Uh, or, in, or in the writing. Are you um, saying that the Doctor's character has been irrevocably damaged... By staying in a hut with River Song for 24 years, shagging endlessly, and now he will be Stephen Moffat incarnate, where he giggles about tits all the time. It feels like it. Oh. Oh. That's a shame. Mm, yeah. It, 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 it is a crying shame. Mm. But yeah, yeah, to, to uh, bring in the reactions of the... Uh, random member of the public who's a female um i'll read it verbatim that i was the most crap doctor who xmas special ever i'm grieving it wasn't well reactions of the public um yeah they were also feeling festive at the time so there you are i, I replied welcome to my life <laughs> <laughs> because it's correct and then she she screamed at me it actually hurt what happened. I love Capaldi. I know, I, right? I think it's best to point out this time. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the shitty Narnia Christmas special. It wasn't Time no. of the Doctor. It wasn't no. the end of time. No. It, were, it wasn't worse than the next Doctor. It wasn't worse than Voyage of the Damned. I'm surprised how high Last Christmas is in your standards then from all that. Rattling it off. Last Christmas... I have completely forgotten about. <laughs> Shit. It's that okay, is it? Cool. <laughs> no, last Christmas, it's diabolical shit, but for some reason, it's just faded away. Even though it irreparably damaged the 12th Doctor's character for the first time. Yes. By making a 12-year-old autistic child. Yeah. And, and now he's a 19-year-old shagger. Great. Hopefully, if Great. he stays for another... Character. Hopefully, if Capaldi stays for another five seasons, we'll finally get to the <laughs> sixty-year-old man that he it's should be. Full circle. He literally started as an old grumpy baby, and he's going to regress into an old grumpy man. Hopefully. Oh my god! They're literally going through the entirety of a human's life in the character of the Twelfth Doctor. That's if this nuts. Was, if this was deliberate. It has the potential to be a great idea, but is also horribly, horribly shit as an idea. Yeah. 
because we've got it's all just... the shit we've been through. Mm. Like, oh if... my god, we're gonna have to go through the midlife crisis. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going through it right now because he's lost his lover, or he's lost his lovers, plural. <laughs> oh. Stop showing us images of a life that we viewers are never going to have doctor who fuck's sake <laughs> we're going to live alone and we're going to die alone <laughs> let me get my drink well at I... least doctor who will be there ceaselessly growing old and decrepit with us like wives do so there's that yeah I think I'm going to go start cheating and start tonguing my 1977 Doctor Who annual in a minute. That's what you do at Christmas, right? <laughs> I got um, the Ghost Light script book for Christmas, so I'm, I, I might tongue that. Right, okay. Just open it up to the centre page and get my tongue right in there. Yeah. To go, to go into the dialogue, because I was screaming yeah. whilst it was happening... What does the squeezy toy represent? Why does it look like Pearl Mackie? Uh, I thought the squeezy toy looks like uh, the Meep Meep Muppet. You know, the one with the red head and the funny hair? The Danny Alexander lookalike, yeah, yeah. Well, no, because he didn't have orange hair. But uh, good try, good try. Yeah, it, why is it meant to represent the future companion? I mean... Is that what it's supposed to be? Well, yeah, because... Um, Beaker! Beaker. Yes, thank you. Ow. Um, yeah, because obviously the Doctor took it and left it on the TARDIS console and he goes, hmm, i better find a companion that looks like the squeezy toy. And he does. You know, <laughs> one of the the last live tweet I did was if oh, yeah, Nardole... If, if Nardole can become a companion, I guess the squeaky toy can as well. <laughs> oh god I didn't even realise the layers that joke had to it in hindsight mm. oh Jesus right uh, I'd better have a look at um, your live tweets oh Jesus Christ um... oh yes you saw the same thing as I did BBC One's terrible co- continuity ident's they're fucking shit. Why can't you just have normal continuity announcers in front of camera? That's a completely unrelated television point. But yeah, yeah, the, the action begins with Matt Smith refusing to fucking die. Yes. Also, count the amount of times I swear in this episode, because I haven't done it for the entire day. Uh, that was what I was talking about. I, I didn't see the continuity uh, in Dead. I was talking about how, like shit the apartment looks and how Matt Smith's career career is tanked post-Doctor Who. Oh yeah, yeah, but that. But obviously because Matt Smith's fangirls haven't gone away to the extent that the person who announces the beginning of the new Doctor Who episode is in a Matt Smith costume. Whereas what they really should have done is get a guy in Peter Capaldi costume you know, to boost the current Doctor. Yeah, that is sort of how advertising works. No? Okay. Could have been worse. Could have been David Tennant and showed that the show hasn't evolved over the last six years. But no, no, it hasn't evolved for the last three instead. <sighs> what was the point when you crossed the pissing barrier, to quote you? 
Oh, that's where Nardo says, where's the little boy's room? Oh, right, yeah, so they literally, that's that's literally his character establishing moment. That, yeah. That, that's his intro. His intro is, I need a pee-pee. Yeah. Oh, this is the character with the best comic timing in Doctor Who history, apparently, according to Moffat. Oh, good. And his introduction is shit. Yeah, Stephen Taylor, this guy isn't. No. Yeah. Um, very considerate superhero. Yeah. He, in his introduction, he's all full of manners. He's like, do you oh, want me to contact a glacier? And stuff oh, like yeah. that. And it's very British. I'm glad that our British franchise icon decided to create a superhero Terrible. based on like... being polite. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Whilst we have a character who is very fond of subverting swear words. Because yeah. he calls the superhero in his final put-down line, shit. <laughs> Thanks, Doc. Thanks. He literally refers to baby shit. Because that's the quality of the program right back now. <laughs> We're not at baby shit levels. Okay. We're far off baby shit. This is like rat shit. Rat shit is alright because it comes out in like pellets that you can pick up easily off the floor. It's not like baby shit which just stains Uh... as a splat. (laughs) Oh god. So Doctor Who is number one trending on Twitter and number nine is Stephen Moffat. I wonder if people are screaming at him. Let's have a look. I will at least say, at least <laughs> Moffat... Okay. Uh, he was uh, doing something incredibly generic in the terms of the structure of his love story and the content and everything. But even it hasn't though... been done in Doctor Who before. Is That's not really originality. That's just combining played-out things. I don't mean to call Doctor Who played-out, but if that's what is being in Doctor Who at the moment a played out love story, then Doctor Who sort of has become played out. Hmm. Even though he's literally repeating the um, girl doesn't see the guy for who he really is thing from Husbands of River Song last year. Well, at least that had years of history behind it. Yeah, and also I'm probably going to agree with you on the fact that um, uh, the accent of Asbil... Yeah. Do, a do-, do a dojo and change the accent within one episode. <laughs> As Bill, by the way, I don't think she'll be irritating, but that out- trailer was irritating. Um, in terms of just being a traitor? Uh, a traitor? Trailer! That trailer made her look really irritating. I don't think she will be irritating, but... The fact that it's just constant blasts of, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, made me foam with rage. Target demographic, we are not the target demographic. And we're Doctor Who fans. We're oh. Doctor Who fans, but with the vital disconnect of, we don't troll social media every hour of the day as teenagers. Because we're kind of busy trying to get a life. <laughs> Bless us. 
Um, no, that's weird that Doctor Who fans are the ones you're singling out as people trying to have a life. Wouldn't have been that 30 years ago. We can go back in time and get it cancelled. Yeah! Wait a Maybe we could get this series cancelled and then it'll come back as something even more aggravating in 30 years' time. We are the Michael Grades of our time! <laughs> it's nasty, it's rubbish! <laughs> Great. Oh, God. Also, he seems to, according to that trailer, somehow stop the Dalek exterminating them by holding his sonic screwdriver like that. Yeah, that's ben imitates the trailer by holding his fist horizontally, as though holding a sonic screwdriver that way. Yeah, the screwdriver is sort of ruined completely in this episode in two places. Mm-hmm. One, it's ruined when uh, Grant, as a child, pulls the window down. He doesn't lock it or anything and then walks away. So the Doctor tries to sonic it to move it back up. Now, I'm not a big expert on uh, windows in New York flats, Mm. but if you don't lock something, generally, you can just move it back up with your hands. Yeah, but his hands were kind of busy because he was recreating Logopolis terribly. Was he? Because his hands were being used to do sonic stuff. Yeah, I know, but he was also hanging onto the rope. With his legs. I don't know what he was doing. His legs were wrapped around the rope. And he had his hands free to do sonic-y stuff. Okay. Uh, So yeah, there's that. And the worst crime that could be committed with the screwdriver, and something I've always wondered, why doesn't he do that? And I was hoping that they'd point out why. Why doesn't he use sonic screwdrivers to dismantle guns? Here they do it, and it turns out he can do it. That's literally a, a, a weapon-disarming weapon. You're turning the sonic screwdriver into a weapon there. It is a weapon now. That's exactly what it is. Oh, goody. That that, that, that goes against the mantra. Yeah. Uh, right, yeah. Um, the intro. Why was it eight minutes long? Because it's an hour. I, I thought about that. I th- I was thinking this is really long. But... Considering the episode is an hour long, I... I uh, yeah. I, I, I was screaming, do we not do title sequences anymore? Do we not have a budget to put in the title sequence? <laughs> I mean, I know you spent it all on Power of the Daleks, but Christ. <sighs> Remember, folks, in order to get Power of the Daleks, the BBC lost the Great British Bake Off. That's where all the money went. <laughs> uh... Great British Bake Off or Power of the Daleks? Honestly, I'd rather choose Bake Off since I don't think the animation was that good. Oh, God. It's not I, I, th- I think the animation could have been a bit more fluid and animated rather than basically just talking mouths. It's post, it's post Doctor Who episode. I'm going to do that Doctor thing where I just remove my waistcoat. Oh, yeah, he's wearing a... His attempt at the fourth Doctor season 18 outfit. My attempt? <laughs> Thanks! Well, actually, your your attempt is actually fairly bloody good. Yeah, I know, As because I spent, I spent the whole of the summer researching it, delicately. Yeah. Down the shoes. 
Bless me. Right, yeah. Are we still on for recreating the Leisure Hive in March? Uh, yeah. Cool. We live in Brighton, so therefore we're going to go down to Brighton Beach and recreate and the opening to the Leisure Hive. 37 years on. Yeah. Yeah. It's not really good. an anniversary, but yeah. <laughs> it is for me. <laughs> Back in the days when Doctor Who was screwed by other sci-fi shows. <laughs> Yeah, so also in the episode, when, when they cut to a American classroom, I was like, no, 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 we're not going back to classrooms. No, when step away that? from the classrooms. We do not need to be involved in that shitty concept again. When was that? And the doctor turns up as a supply algebra teacher what to talk with Grant. To talk with Grant and tell him, tell him, yeah, your superpowers are permanent now. Sorry. Oh, right, that bit, yeah. And then, and the first penis joke comes in because he's hit puberty. Yes, yes, yeah. FFS. It was at that point, I thought this was going to be something way more interesting than it turned out to be. And I said this on my live blog. I thought, oh my god, Moffat always uses the trope of the Doctor goes back into someone's childhood and alters it. Are we going to have a side-by-side so we goes, like, at strategic points at this guy's life and adulthood. Oh my god, that's brilliant! That's delving into the concept so far! And that's where it stopped. God, they didn't make a Trump joke. I suppose they couldn't. I did. But that's because I have the lowest form of wit. And of course, um, relating it to the Prime Minister watching it as well, um, people on Twitter have made that joke as well. Of instantly photoshopping Mrs May being turned into that alien we've recycled from last year. <laughs> yeah. Who have a spaceship with a corridor that they recycled from April and are going to recycle again in the next series. Yeah, I was thinking... Typical standard corridor, and I'm like, come on, folks. <laughs> come on, make an original corridor, please. That's the thing. I would... <laughs> On one hand... Yes, it's shit. But on the other hand... Is it an homage to Classic Who? I, I was thinking, like... Is it so shit that it's something I can get into as a lover of schlock? They made the... They made, yeah. Because, like, back in the day, would we have been complaining? Oh, it's a quarry all the time. But nowadays, we're like... Huh, they're in a quarry. Isn't that funny? Didn't um, the press eventually slate it? And that was one of the stereotypes that built up during the 80s until Michael Gray took him seriously and put it on hiatus. Yeah, that sounds like something, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Nothing special. Run out of ideas. Barely even resembles television. Oh, that's... That's bad. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's... It's not that bad. There's a 50-second really? trailer there. Oh, speaking of the 50-second trailer, mm. did you um, squee at the Professor mention? Uh, no. Because it's not meant to be anything Ace-related. And if it is, it's one of those throwaway Appar- references that... Yeah, I know. sad. S- second reference: um, the ghost 
um, refers to the New York scenery, and it all looks alike from up there. Yes, I remember that, that one. That corridor joke, yeah. Um, good, good. Right. So, shall we... I suppose it's all right. Yeah. My, my opinion is, I don't like it, but it's not boring. It's it's generic, but uh, at oh, least... Shall we go up and use the entertaining word? No. No, okay. Personally, no. Maybe it's just a first watch thing. Like, because this was so devoid of anything that wasn't generic. Maybe on second viewing, I'd be bored out of my skull. This is more rom-com than superhero caper. Yeah, I, I will say... It is sort of in the Doctor Who spirit to do something more focused on the characters and their lives and the humanity of it all than the spectacle stuff. But usually it's more interesting than not interesting at all. Like, usually I I care more. Here I, I didn't care. It, it it feels like a cop out, actually. Like, how often? It's so much easier to write a generic rom com than it is to write a generic superhero thing. Because when you're writing a generic superhero thing, at least you gotta have the exciting battle. You've got to have a character who's got interesting powers. What are this guy's powers? He flies around and bullets can't stop him. Uh, magical, um, powered by magical gem. That's not interesting that, no. on it in itself. That's just he he, mean... exhi- he exhibits no weaknesses apart from um, the heart, I suppose, a normal human heart. Loving. Yeah. But then that's always exploited. And one thing I need to do over the next week is go over the um, the Doctor Who story in Demon's Quest, Serpent Quest, whichever one it is, that does exactly the same plot line uh, yeah. of Guy turns into superhero. Only, of course, it's got the fourth Doctor, Mike Yates and uh, Mrs. Wibsy. So obviously it's better. Um, and they literally play on the comic book. Bits and pieces there. Mm. Yeah. This... I don't feel like he wasted... You know what? I'm going to say it. It's a massive wasted opportunity. Because... Mm -hmm. Doing it as a romance with a superhero veneer... Oh, I get that. But... Did he have to make it so generic? No... No, he didn't. Generic to appeal to lowest common denominator? I don't even think it's that. Because it's not like he shies away from doing interesting things. Even interesting things at Christmas. Like, last Christmas, say what you like, it was at least daring. This just feels like... I don't want to call it lazy, but... How does a writer who came out with Last Christmas 
come out with this? Um, managing joint projects. <sighs> lack know. of lack of time and possible lack of creativity through managing far too many projects at once. But what's he even been doing? Sherlock. Oh, yeah. Oh. And unfortunately, if you if you juggle both of them, both of them will be shit, or at least not as good as they need to be. Whereas yeah. if you concentrate your all your efforts in one thing, you have more potential for it to be good. Yeah. So, so but... how, how did he do it with the first series of Sherlock? Because that was back in what 2011? Uh... 2010. Okay, breaking this down, I would say splitting the series in two helped a bit. Ah, right. Yeah, that that's probably the the um the consequence. Yeah, but it's uh series six part two is when it all goes starts to go downhill. So it's not like maybe he outsourced it a bit more during that, which is why there's no real big two part finale. Because he's busy writing Sherlock whilst, I guess, leaving the Doctor Who production office doing run-of-the-mill things. Internal politics, yeah. At least Chibnall's finishing his work on Broadchurch before he takes over. Yeah. Well, at least he's focused, as he should be. Because when Moffat does focus... That's something to be cheerful about, I suppose. Yeah, it's really good. I, I I guess when Chibnall focuses, he can come out with something good as well. I mean, I do generally like what he's done. Maybe he started on the new series in between Heaven Sent and Hell Bent. The new series of Sherlock, <laughs> I mean. And that's, that's where the quality drops. <laughs> More public responses. <coughs> ah, goody. Yeah. Capaldi has been wasted with shit scripts. I didn't even bother watching it. Oh, there we are, then. Understandable, I suppose. This is one of the episodes where I can say, don't even bother watching it. At least with last Christmas, there was... So, it, it has now adopted the mantra of skippable. Yeah. That's, not, say... that's not a question... That's not a mantra you want. I, I, was, I was saying for ages beforehand, I might just skip this one. And yeah, we, I... we we have to remember we were so unhyped for it. Mm. We avoided the trailers in an attempt to be suitably surprised by it, and I guess we have been suitably surprised by it. But it didn't do what I thought it would do. I thought it had more potential. I mean, I was sort of right. It is sort of doing a Doctor Who spin on superhero stuff. I just. Wish it was more interesting. Anyway, we should wrap up. Okay. Uh, sure. Closing words. Um, it's very difficult to do instant reactions, but I'm less than pleased for reasons that are slowly fermenting in my mind. I think you summed it up when you said there were missed opportunities. And once again, it still seals the point that we are still not the target demographic for Doctor Who nowadays. Yeah. Or at least penned under this writer. That's been made abundantly fucking clear at this point. Mm. 
There we are. Well, my closing thoughts. There was potential here, but it pissed it away to do the equivalent of 27 dresses, which is have some nothing plot with nothing characters and fart it out and everyone will forget about it in two months. Because that's what a Christmas special is apparently meant to be. Yeah. I I, I still quite like Husbands of River Song. Mm. And Last Christmas, compared to this, I have new respect for Last Christmas. Ooh. Intriguing. I, I don't like it anymore. I still think it's shit. But I have respect for it. It has climbed the hierarchy. Yeah. Because somebody has taken the lower cast. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. oh. Oh, no, no, no. The bottom cast is still reserved for the Narnia one. Yes. The Narnia one fails on every account ever. I, I, yeah. I hate it beyond... It is probably the worst New Who apart from, like... It's definitely the worst of the non-painful New Who's. By which I mean, like, Kill the Moon, Asylum of the Daleks, Cold War. I think after that, then it's the shitty Narnia one. Alright, yeah. And on that note... Yeah. Yeah, on that note... Generic. So, I have been Luke. I have been Dan. Fuck off, you wankers.